welcome to Best Laid Plans. This is Sarah Hart Unger, and this is the podcast where we talk all things planning and planning adjacent. So today's episode is going to be about daily planning, which I already did do a daily planning episode previously, but this is going to be more about the reasons I advocate for daily planning and what I like about it. And then after a quick break, we are going to do two mini reviews of some different daily layouts that I've been looking at recently that I just thought were worth mentioning. All right, so let's get started. As we record this, it's September, so everyone is still enjoying that fresh new season where we are all thinking about our routines and rituals and optimizing, and you all know that I really enjoy this time of year. So like anyone else, I was moved to think about my daily planning. What do I like about it? What would I like to be different? What does it do for me? So I thought about a few things that I wanted to share with all of you. The first one is that I really love the process and ritual of starting every single day with a clean slate. Now, weekly spreads are wonderful for seeing how all of the pieces in your week fit together or maybe identifying conflicts, but you don't get to start with a brand new page every day if you only have a weekly view. And I truly gravitate towards always having a daily planner that I'm using because I really always like starting my day with a clean slate. And in fact, Filling out my planner is something I do typically in the morning. I know some people love to do it the night before, but I love to do it in the morning because it's just part of my ritual of starting a fresh new day. At the top of my page, no matter what layout I'm using, I will write like what kind of day it is, which sets the tone. Maybe it's a clinic day. Maybe it's a GME day. Maybe it's a weekend with the kids. Today, it happens to actually be Labor Day and I'm home with the kids. So I think I wrote Labor Day, Josh Call. And of course, I wrote my priorities, which I'll get to in a minute, and they included recording this podcast. Okay, so clean slate is number one. This works with pretty much any daily planner. You get that in the Hobonichi. You get that in the Kit Life, which I'll talk about. You get that in the in a bullet journal, and you certainly get that in something like Full Focus. Now, some people, if they're really, really fanatical about having a fresh piece of paper that they can't see through the back of, some of those brands may not be as ideal. On the Hobonichi, even if your page is blank, you're probably going to have some ghosting, at least from the, the day before. But generally, I'm not too concerned about that. If you did want a completely fresh page, then something like the Full Focus might be ideal for you because they have a full front and back for every single daily page. So yes, that to me is one of the benefits of daily planning. Number two is that writing out my daily plan gives me a place to really understand my schedule for the day. I may see a bunch of appointments back to back in my weekly, but the daily page is going to give you so much more room to see nuances like, hey, maybe I only have 15 minutes to eat lunch today, so I had better bring something because I'm not going to have time to go get something and then be on camera during a meeting that I'm supposed to lead eating. I also have space to be more intentional with my free blocks of time. So in my weekly, I'm probably not going to write a detailed checklist of to-dos for an empty block, but I can do that on my daily, or perhaps I can write a checklist and kind of indicate that that's what I want to do during a three-hour block where I have no meetings. I will also write in things like walk during lunch. I'm not necessarily going to think that I have time to do that when I see things crowded together on my weekly layout, but my daily page helps me to see where there really is space to get the things done that mean something to me and that I want to do. Number three, planning daily brings me motivation and accountability. There are certain habits I am less motivated to do 
or simply will forget about doing sometimes without a daily checkbox. I honestly like to maximize that little dopamine hit of checking things off, and I have no shame about that. So I will put my workouts on my weekly spread. I Right now, I also have a monthly calendar because I'm following kind of a monthly workout calendar, and I have a box on my daily. I get a little dose of pleasure every single time I check off those boxes, so I have no problem with having multiple boxes for things that I want to accomplish. Other things like my Duolingo, I can easily forget to do entirely if I don't have some kind of a checkbox on my daily page. And also nutrition is an area where it really helps me in terms of both motivation and accountability. I will write down my meals, usually after eating, though sometimes if I know exactly what my plan is for the day, I'll write it before. Doing that helps me stay accountable to my choices and helps me appreciate the good choices when I make them. And for example, if I decide to eat something not so health-promoting later in the day, I can look back and feel like, well, the rest of the day was pretty good, so this is not a total disaster. Not that it should be a disaster anyway, but you know the stories we tell ourselves. The next reason is that my daily planner has lots of space to be a record. It also is a really objective record if what I'm writing in it is true and of the moment, which it usually is. I can tell myself stories about my life being incredibly hard or that I got nothing done on a given day, but my planner is going to tell it like it is. Usually, my life is not that hard, and usually I got at least something done. So, I mean, it can just help be helpful to have black and white on a piece of paper, maybe with some color added, showing you know the truth in terms of how I used my day or what the challenges of the day actually were. Now, on the flip side, when things are good, having things written down also helps with savoring. I can write something down, like watch an episode of The Chair on Netflix, which is something I'm hoping to do today. And then I get to number one, look forward to it. Number two, I'm more likely to actually do it, knowing that I have a plan for that free block of time. And number three, can look back later in the day fondly about having done it. Now, do I usually spend hours poring over old daily records? No, but I might see them tomorrow or later today. And even that is a nice note that, hey, I treated myself and I can remember that I had that nice time, you know, early in the day and might motivate me to make sure I can do it again. So I really like that about recording the fun things in my day. I do have a media section in my daily planner that I had in my Hobonichi, that I have in my current kit light that I'm using, that I had in my full focus and really basically any daily layout. And I'll write down podcasts I listen to, books I read, music. That way I feel like, number one, I'll remember the fun things that I got to enjoy. And number two, I can't tell myself the story that I never get to appreciate good TV or podcasts or books. I can see that I'm actually doing those things. Finally, having a daily spread really helps me to prioritize. I do tend to be the kind of person who puts more things on my to-do list for a given day that are actually feasible to do in a 24-hour period. So having a top three goals section is a really important aspect for me. If the planner doesn't have that built in, then I will make my own like priority goals. Again, most of the ones that I have mentioned recently do have that, and I, I love that about them. Because I will give myself a free pass about finishing everything on the list as long as I can get done those top three. They tell me what to prioritize, what to pay the most attention to, and what to choose if it gets to a point of the day where I can only get one thing done and not everything. So those are all the things I love about planning on a daily planner. As I've mentioned, there are so many wonderful daily planners to choose from. Actually, 
as this episode is coming out on September the 13th, just about five days ago, Amanda's favorites will have released her top five dailies for 2022. And I know that she usually really does a top 10. It's like five and then five runner-ups. Actually, I'll share something kind of funny. So you guys know Amanda was a guest and I love her. And we've kind of become like Instagram friends, which is so much fun. And so I texted her like my guesses as to what I thought her top five would be. And she offered to to give me a spoiler, but I didn't want the spoiler because I want to have the video to look forward to. But then I gave her my guesses and she just cracked me up because number one, she's like, no, you're wrong. (laughs) So that was funny in in a very nice way, of course but also that she was surprised at some of my choices because they didn't necessarily fit the style of planners that she associates with me. And I just thought that was so funny and also very perceptive as I do tend towards kind of a more minimal look, a more compact look, but in the last year or so, I feel like I've been venturing out a little bit more. And so my guesses kind of reflected that. So that was really, really fun. And you can look for her videos up on YouTube now. All right, we're gonna take a quick ad break and we will be right back. This week's episode is sponsored by PrepDish. It's September, which is back-to-school season, one of my favorites. Getting a healthy dinner on the table, it's certainly a back-to-school routine we are focusing on. And PrepDish is a tool I've been loving lately to help me do just that. PrepDish is a meal planning service where you get weekly menus that are great at striking the right balance between healthy, kid-friendly, and convenient. As I'm planning meals on Sunday, I put my prep dish meals straight into my planner, and that's when I do my grocery shopping as well. They offer keto, paleo, gluten-free, and super fast plans. We usually use one of the last two. And then my meal planning is done for me in an instant. Prep dish has two major benefits the way I see it. First, they do all of the work for you when it comes to choosing varied, healthy, and delicious meals for the week, and they do a great job of keeping things seasonal. I'm excited for all of the fall flavors coming up. Both my kids and I recently loved the Mediterranean salad with tahini dressing, and you'll find more fun meals like that on your weekly meal plan. Second, she puts together an amazing game plan for prep day to make the rest of our week go smoothly. This can be done on a relaxing weekend afternoon with your favorite playlist or podcast in the background, or maybe you can have a bigger kid help you with that if it applies. No matter who's prepping, having things done in advance makes things run so much more smoothly on busy weeknights, and I love that about PrepDish. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. So this is a great way to see if the plans will work for you. Check out PrepDish.com plans for this amazing deal. In addition to the super fast menus that I love, PrepDish has gluten-free, paleo, and keto options, so there is truly something for everyone. Again, that's preptus.com slash plans for your first two weeks free. If you try it, let me know. I'd love to hear about it. All right, we are back. So we've just talked about all the things I love about planning daily. And now I'm going to go through two mini reviews of brands that make daily planners. They also make other layouts. Well, at least one of them does. But we're going to focus on the daily because I just think they're both worth a look. The first one is Kit Life. Now, excuse me while you hear some planners being moved around right now. There we go. (laughs) So Kit Life is a woman-owned company that is based in Florida, which is also where I live. And I had been following them on Instagram for a while, but I don't know. I was very loyal to my Hobonichi and my Tomoe River paper. And I hadn't ventured out to try them until this year when I decided that I just needed to write in every single planner that I could come up with. I mean, not really, but kind of. You are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes in part from Jenny Kane. 
I love Jenny Kane, and I hope you love shopping there to support the show. When you do, visit JennyKane.com and use code PLANS for 15% off your first order. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and this is the perfect gift to treat all the well-deserving moms, moms-to-be, and mother figures in your life. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed easier than it's ever been before. Think minimalist and effortless, yet totally refined. This season, I am so into the beautiful dresses that Jenny Kane has on offer. My personal pick, and what I'm hoping to wear all season, is the Callan dress. I have it in the khaki color and feel like I could literally wear it to anything. And the best part is it's perfect for warm weather, which we have plenty of, but you could also layer it in a chilly, air-conditioned space. I also have my eye on the day dress. It's such a classic silhouette. One thing you might not know about Jenny Kane is that they also have an incredible rewards program where you can earn up to 10% back with every purchase and joining is completely free. Find your perfect Mother's Day gift or curate your new spring uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code PLANS, P-L-A-N-S, at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code PLANS. Get yourself and the women in your life the best gift of all, Jenny Kane. Today's episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Factor is sponsoring this episode with an awesome discount code, PLANS50, to give you 50% off your first month and 20% off the next. Trying out our sponsors helps keep the show going, and I think this is a wonderful time to give it a try, given that it's always a busy season. Factor offers no prep and no mess meals that are tailored to your wellness goals. They offer multiple options from protein plus to plant-based to keto and many more. No matter what your health goals are, you can keep kitchen time to a minimum while enjoying healthy and delicious meals with premium ingredients with Factor. You can get started feeling great and fueling well now by giving them a try. Head to factormeals.com plans50 and use code plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code plans50, P-L-A-N-S 50 at factormeals.com slash plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Anyway, so I decided this was worth an order and a try, in part because I wanted to see how their layout worked in real life, and in part because I was really curious about the materials, in part because of the low price point. Kit Life planners sell for like $20 to $29. Currently, their undated Keep It Together daily planner, which has six months of daily sheets in it, is actually on sale for $20. In the planner world, yes, you can get a $20 planner at Target. You can get one, you know, on Amazon, but most of the bigger brands, and this planner in many ways is designed more like a bigger brand planner, are up closer to the $40, $50, even $60 range. I've even seen some on sale for closer to $70. And that's okay. You know, if they make a quality product and you're going to use it for a year and it makes you happy, I see no problem with splurging on planners clearly. But I was just curious as to how they were able to put together a product for so much less and wanted to take a look at it personally. So I went ahead and ordered one. 
The other thing that intrigued me about it, and I'm going to go through it, is that the fields that happen to be present on this planner very much match the things that I like to track, a lot of the things that I noted above. So, you know, you want to fit the planner to what you want and not the other way around. And when I saw this layout, I was like, wow, that's basically like what I do want, what I would be putting together on a bullet journal page or what I have put together on a bullet journal page, acceptance in planner form. So I thought that was really, really cool and wanted to check it out. So this planner is hardcover. And it is an O-ring and it's quite sturdy and solid. The O-ring is about an inch in diameter and it's kind of a pewter, like a brush pewter color. It looks nice. I got the one with the marbled cover. I feel like a lot of products are coming out in this kind of marbled look. Interestingly, the other one I'm reviewing today is like a marble color. So that must just be of the moment, but I I don't mind it. I kind of like it. It's simple enough. And it just says planner on the front. So not a lot of branding. I think it would be really fun if they could do custom and like put like my initials or something, but I can imagine that that would increase the price point significantly. And so that's probably why they don't do it. Inside is a little pocket and it does come with some free stickers that are really functional and cute. They have different colors, little things that say like looking forward to little dots. They do have tabs, although I didn't use the tabs and they even have like a little like press play thing where you could put like a TV show or a movie you wanted to watch a little barbell for lifting weights. They're just really cute functional stickers. And there's like a good number of them, especially because they were free and came with this planner. And I ordered this myself, by the way. I kind of adjusted my policy. And if a company offers to send me something for free, I don't say no. However, if there's a product that I want to look at, I don't ask a company and say like, oh, could you send it to me? Because then I feel like I'm setting up this reciprocal relationship or how can I ask someone to send me something and then like give it a completely honest review. I don't know. So anyway, I did buy this planner. I just wanted to to clarify that. All right. So then you open it up and it, you know, has like a title page, like most planners do. And then a couple of pages about, you know, instructing you how they think you should use the planner and all of that makes sense. And then it goes straight into your monthly pages, which are undated in this, in this sense. It has five, you know, weeks with seven boxes per week. And it is a Sunday start on the left with some notes, aligns for notes on the right. Because this planner is 8.5 by seven, if you think about that, seven inches is pretty wide for the, you know, the bottom, the, the narrower side of the planner. So that actually shows when you open up the calendar, you're like, wow, that's like a really nice, generous size month with a list on the right. And I think that's because while this isn't square, it's quite a wide planner for how tall it is. And I think that's actually really nice about it. So then there's six monthly note pages followed by a monthly check-in page that has areas where you can put your monthly goals, habits to support your goals, habit tracking grid for every single day of the month. That's actually really functional, easy to use. The boxes are big enough to write in. I like it. And then there are sections on the right for books to read, podcasts to listen to, plans to be social, healthy eating intentions, and fitness and movement plans. Now, I recognize that's not the headers that everybody would want in their planner, but for me, they're actually a really, really nice fit. So you may find that's true of you as well. And so I thought that was really, really cool. They read my mind about some of the things I like to you know, track goals on. And then you go straight into your daily pages, not a whole bunch of fluffy, you know, prep type stuff in this planner. And I think that's fine. It's so functional and there's plenty of, you know, space in the planner itself to do your goal setting. So I don't consider that a negative. And then the daily pages are really great. I mean, you can look on my Instagram. There was two recent photos that I posted of how I've been using the daily pages. There's a place to write the date. There's a big three area where you can write your three top goals for the day. And then the checkboxes continue down the left side halfway through the page so you can write the rest of your checklist. 
Then you have an hourly kind of column that goes from 6am to 8pm, which for me is perfect because I don't stay up that late and I never have anything really late at night these days. And then on the right side of the page, you have some blank lines, which you could either use, um, you could write all the way across with your to-do list, or you could just have other notes pages. For me, that's where I track some of my daily habits and I write media stuff and I might take notes sometimes. And then there's a gratitude section where I try to fit in three things that I'm grateful for, an activity section where I write my workouts, and then a meal plan section where I write my meals. So again, you may see this and say, oh, that's so annoying. I have no desire for an area to track my meals or gratitude. But for me, this was actually super functional in terms of what I prefer to put on the page anyway. And so while I don't always like being told what to do by a planner when it's not necessary, in this case, it worked for me rather than against me. And that made me really, really happy. Now the paper is decent. It's not bright white, but it's almost bright white. It is, I think, 100 GSM. And I would not say it's like as luxe feeling as say Erin Condren paper. However, it's very, very workable. Like I didn't have any problems with this paper. My gel pens do not excessively bleed through at all. The pen that I use most of the time is that Pentel Energel Plena that I use just all the time, as you guys know. And um, I really don't have any problems with that. Now I do use brush pens for headers every once in a while and I do get some bleed through on that. So if you like really inky brush pens, then that could be a problem. I'm guessing the clean color dots probably bleed through as well because they're that similar kind of ink. Now I forgot to mention in the back of the planner, there are a few notes pages and a noteworthy dates section as well as a list of some holidays. Fairly inclusive list, not everything, but we do have Islamic holidays, Jewish holidays, Christian holidays, and then different seasonal holidays. Kwanzaa is on here as well, and some of the beginnings of the season. There are like American type holidays, such as July 4th, Independence Day, and then some random holidays like Parents' Day and Bosses' Day included as well. And then finally, there is, yeah, I think one, just three pages of blank notes at the end. You know what? Apparently I wrote Q4 goals and I didn't even remember doing it. So I'm glad I turned to this page today. I also tested out the paper and yeah, I mean, honestly, the gel pens work great. It's just, if you start using markers or something inkier, you may see a little bit more bleed through than you like. I don't have any smudge issues on this paper and it's, you know, it's smooth enough. I don't like when paper is too smooth, honestly. So this was great. So I, oh, and there's an elastic band that goes around the planner, which I always think is great when you stash it in the bag, that helps it from prevent, you know, messing up the pages. I think this would definitely last six months, if not longer. I think it's got great durability. I think it's just a really great planner for its price point. And if you are someone who likes to track the things that I like to track, this could be a really great layout for you. So I highly recommend you look at it. I am not an affiliate. I think she had offered me an affiliate link. So maybe I'll add one, but I'm trying not to do too many because I just want to kind of keep my hands in all the different planner brands and stuff. So, you know, this is just my review and I, I think it's great. All right. So the other mini review for today, this is going to be even more minimal because I haven't really lived in and used this one as much. And I usually really like to before talking about it. But I just wanted to talk about it because I thought it was really interesting. Long ago, somebody told me to look at Jordan Page's time blocking method. Now, Jordan Page is like an Instagram star, superstar. She has a ton of kids, like something like, I'm not saying that in a negative way, but there's a lot of kids, more than I'm like six or 
10 or something. I apologize. I don't know the details. Anyway, she's very, very productive and very, very successful. And she's a YouTube star. And she came up with this like time block productivity method. And someone had told me to look at it. And my initial run through the video was that like the style of the video was a little bit of a turnoff for me. It was very frenetic. It was jumpy. But I actually went back and watched it again after a a very hectic day with the kids where I was like, maybe this would help me a little bit. And I just think there is a lot of wisdom in there. So if you can get past the style of videography, you might enjoy watching it as well. So then I realized that she actually has her own line of planners and decided that I needed to take a look at it. So I ordered the three-month productivity planner. And it's really on paper kind of what she talks about in her method. So what her method is, in essence, is that you divide your day into buckets of time. So most of those buckets are going to be between like two and three and a half hours, she suggests. You might have a morning bucket that involves getting ready to leave for like your morning time until you leave for work. A, you know, morning at work bucket and then a lunch midday bucket and then a post-lunch bucket and then after, you know, whatever it fits your day. And for me, I came up with the idea that I'd probably need a few different sets of buckets depending on what kind of day it was for me. Is it a clinic day? Is it a GME day? Is it a day off? Is it a kid day? So, you know, her planner actually gives you the ability to define what you think your buckets are. And then the daily pages are basically blank sheets where you can write down what you want to do for each block and check it off. It sounds simple. It is fairly simple on this page, but there were some things that I thought were pretty cool about her method. Number one, she actually includes one, two, three blank sets of define your blocks page. I thought that was great because as I mentioned, for me, there are different kinds of blocks in my life. And so just the exercise of going through and defining, you know, what an ideal clinic day would look like, what an ideal GME day would look like, what an ideal weekend with the kids day would look like. For me, that was a valuable exercise. Now, of course, you could just do that on paper, but it was nice to have these pre-filled out. And I will try to share one of these filled out on Instagram so you guys can see what I'm talking about. Then there's a month at a glance page and a monthly tracker. This is like a big monthly tracker. I could see like putting this up on a wall. You know, there's like a, you know, centimeter by centimeter box and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight slots. So you could track eight goals for the month and check each one each daily. I mean, this is fairly similar to the kit life, but since this is a bigger book, it just looks blown up and a little more dramatic and large. And yeah, I could see this being a useful page, even taped above your desk if you wanted to. Then there's a weekly meal planning page. Now I'm currently using a meal planning pad that I got from Ink and Volt. And yes, I'll be doing a review of them later that will be coming. And so I love my meal planner pad. I don't need to do my shopping list and meal planning in my planner. But if you like to have it all in one place, there's a large functional meal planning worksheet and then a giant to-do list page. And I say giant because I guess I'm used to smaller planners. And this one, as I said, is eight and a half by 10 inches. So it's almost a full sheet of paper. And there are one, two, three, four, five, six, I don't know, something like 15 lines in two columns. So there's like slots to write 30 to-dos for a week. If you're able to get done 30 to-dos for your week, God bless you because that is not something I am capable of. But if you did have that many goals, you would have room to write them in this planner. And then she has your daily block page. Again, this is so different than any other planner. And that is what drew me to it because maybe if nothing traditional has worked for you, maybe this will work for you. It has a block, one, two, three, four, five, six blocks where you put your tasks in there and put the times. Then she has a morning checklist where she actually fills in the tasks. Now, this is my one complaint. This is similar to that little list at the end of the week and simplified that drives me crazy. 
she wants me to check off, make bed and eat breakfast and drink water and unload dishwasher and do laundry. Well, I am not doing laundry in the morning and I'm not about to start. So it like annoys me that there is a checkbox for doing laundry on her morning list. But if that doesn't bother you, then otherwise this page is great. So there's that morning list. There's a meals block. There's a notes block. And then there is a night's list as well, which includes clean up today's messes, plan tomorrow's meals, check upcoming calendar, lay out clothes, brain dump to-dos, and fill out tomorrow's block. Now, the night list doesn't bother me nearly as much because those are sort of generic. The morning list annoys me more because I don't want to unload the dishwasher or do laundry necessarily just because my planner (laughs) told me to do so. It's my small rebellious streak as a major upholder here. Anyway, sorry, I'm digressing. But that's the structure of this planner. And again, if like traditional planners don't work for you, you want a big page, you want to like make time buckets and that appeals to you, you should check out this planner because it is different than anything I've ever seen before. The construction is also O-ring, kind of a similar actually cover. You know, it's almost like I wonder if they got it at the same plant as the Kit Life because they have fairly similar paper and fairly similar uh, cover structure, even some marbling in the pattern on this one. So who knows, maybe they were created um, in somewhere similar. This one also has an elastic band that goes around it. It's gold. I thought that was pretty cool, which matches the kind of gilding in the pattern in the front. And this productivity planner comes in three month editions and six month editions. I got the three month edition because I really just wanted to try it out and look at it for you guys. But you know, you could get one with six months worth in there. And oh, the price point. Oof, I'll have to go back and put it in the show notes. I believe it was something like $29 or $30. It also was not super expensive for the three month. And I think the six month was either 10 or $15 more. All right. Well, this has been a very fun episode and perhaps even a little bit longer than I meant it to be, but I hope you enjoyed it discussing all about what I love about daily planning and the benefits that I get from it, as well as two daily planner mini reviews. As always, I would love it if you can leave me a review in Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use. Keep the questions coming. I'll take audio questions. I'll take email questions. I'm still open for planner matchmaking, although I will admit I'm behind in some of the requests. I will may have to do a full planner matchmaking episode coming up. And if you see an interesting or intriguing brand you think I should check out, let me know about that as well. Have a wonderful week and I will be back next week on more planning productivity and planning adjacent fun. Happy Monday. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.